Lifers, another day up right and above ground. Now what are we going to do with it? This is the Laws on Life podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Laws, and I'll be your tour guide on this little adventure. If this is your first time joining, welcome. If you've listened to us before, welcome back. Have you ever been so excited about an upcoming event that you just couldn't contain yourself? Like a kid on Christmas Eve, you gaze longingly into the future, mentally pacing back and forth until the hour of reckoning finally arrives. Oh, what a feeling. And what about a time when you dreaded the days ahead? You know, like every freaking Sunday night. <laughs> Just kidding. You still count down the minutes, but not with the same kind of enthusiasm as before. However, in both scenarios, we still have some kind of idea of what we think may lie ahead, just over the horizon. This anticipation can be anxiety-inducing, but can you even imagine if we didn't have that ability at all? Everything would be a constant surprise. I know, but people like surprises, don't they? Um, hell no. People like surprises that they want. You know, like a gift wrapped up all pretty for your surprise party, put on by your best friends. Not the ones that come with a painful blindside note attached. Like, surprise, your account has been hacked. Or, surprise, you have a flat tire. Or other stuff like that. The barrage of seemingly random events would most likely drive us insane. For some, that'd be a very short trip. It sure is a good thing that we have that little built-in, what I call a life simulator. But damn, what an emotional roller coaster it can be. This brings us to today's episode, where we'll be discussing the future and our ability to predict it. So grab your crystal ball and flux capacitor. We're about to get our anticipation on. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. If you've ever seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you may recall Frankenfurter's literal demonstration of our next element when he whispered, I see you shiver in anticipation. That little lingering pause seems to make people somewhat uncomfortable. We don't like it much when things deviate from the expected norm. Even though we do tend to like things different, we also want them to be reliably the same as well. What irony. It seems so contradictory on the surface, but once you look behind the curtain, it all makes a little more sense. See, we like things to be different so we can discover new stuff that we haven't before. 
Variety is the spice of life and does break up the monotony while giving us a chance to remove a few more unknowns along the way. The part where it seems to undermine the logic and sends us into a tizzy is when things don't go as they typically have before. People may refer to this as normal. We do enjoy having the different experiences, but not different outcomes of the same experience. Let me expound a bit more. Anticipation would lose its awesome cosmic power if we got a different result every time we did something. So we try to identify repeatable patterns in all the chaos. Well, at least as best we can anyway. Then we store them for later reference. So the next time we encounter that situation, we have some kind of idea of what to expect and can react accordingly. The more times you witness such an occurrence, the more reliable that pattern becomes. Now, even with that said, there are still those that do try the same thing over and over only to get frustrated with the same result. No, Einstein did not refer to that as insanity, although I have heard it attributed to him enough that I actually thought so myself. It's instances like that that messes up people's references. We hear something repeated with a bit of believability and no desire to validate it, and voila, we have a false narrative that we ourselves unwittingly propagate. Now, accuracy is important, but we'll get into that next week. Today, we're going to take a closer look at anticipation, its components, and the unfortunate result of an imbalance or disproportion. This is one that really likes to throw people for a loop, and these days, even more so. Why, you ask? Well, I believe it's because the normal patterns that we're so used to have been thrown off, and we have no idea what to even expect next. It seems like all of our life experiences are somewhat powerless in these uncharted waters. But do not despair. We just need to make a few revisions to our baseline and find some common threads. You see, anticipation is used to determine probability. Its core components are made up of possibility and patterns. Or you could say likelihood. Of course, you need to know what is possible first, but this is where many people stop and get all hung up on issues of potential severity. We get our life simulators stuck in overdrive and come up with all the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things that could possibly happen. For some, this can even become debilitating as endless worry begins to set in. The mind sure is a powerful tool, and when an element becomes unstable, it can make it quite dangerous. Especially when it can't actually determine if it's real or if it's Memorex. Our bodies will physically respond the same to virtual situations as they do to actual ones. The stress levels of perceived possible severity can easily become too much if not balanced out by the actual likelihood of its occurrence. Now, there are those on the other end of the spectrum as well, only looking at the likelihood and not even considering the worst case scenario at all. 
either way can introduce a substantial risk into the equation. The earlier stopping you in your tracks while the latter has you going for it with reckless abandon. Just be careful not to overdo it too much here either, as running scenario after scenario could wind up giving you massive anxiety. More is not always better. And in the end, you need to be able to actually determine the right path and not sacrifice good enough for the ever-elusive perfect. So what does anticipation look like on an optimal level? Well, that's what we call confidence. True confidence resides in those that can dependably choose the right path for the task at hand. It comes naturally to people that excel at probability and have the facts to back it up. They seem to know what is possible and are very effective at determining the likelihood as well. However, there is that one more particle that we need to include or the whole thing goes south. That is the removal of unknowns. If you do not do so, you may just end up with an unwarranted confidence. The kind where people think they know and don't really have a clue. Unfortunately, this seems to be a common practice for some folks and can be a real disservice to themselves and others. Confidence is another one of those people magnets, similar to passion. Whereas passion indicates that someone may know what is important, confidence indicates that someone believes they know what is going to happen. Who doesn't want to follow that? Just try to make sure that they're not full of shit in either account. Remember, the goal here with anticipation is to try and make the best decision we can with the information that we have. If you don't have enough info to react with some degree of confidence, then it may just need to wait a bit until you do. There's no shame in crossing a bridge when you get to it, or at least a little further downstream when things are a bit clearer. If you don't know, you don't know. And the only thing that will change that is finding out. Worrying about it will change nothing. I'll go ahead and whip the DeLorean back in the driveway with this little timeless classic. Ralph Waldo Emerson, one of my all-time favorites, said, Fear defeats more people than any other one thing in the world. Think about that for a minute. If you can overcome fear, you can accomplish just about anything. And guess where fear lives? Yep, the unknown future. You want to remove that fear and proceed with confidence? Just gain some experience, apply reliable patterns, and proceed cautiously with the understanding of what could happen. Amongst which should include what you actually want to happen. Visualize it. And visualize it good. Because if you can't imagine it as a viable option, you better just rethink what you want. Thank you for listening to the Laws on Life podcast. If you found this information entertaining and empowering, mission accomplished. But now, maybe you can do a little something for me in return. 
We'd like to hear from you. So please leave a comment. Then like and share our content with anyone and everyone you think may benefit. They can find us on their favorite podcast distributor, be it Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple, amongst others. Oh, and make sure you come back each week. A new episode will debut every Monday. But that's not all. I will also be releasing other special segments in different formats randomly throughout the week. This is Eddie Laws reminding you to laugh, learn, and live a little. Thank you.